Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Everybody's doing that, feels like. <laughs> so, except y'all. Except us, man. We let them right in it. We kept right in it till the end, man. Yeah, buddy. Ugh. Yeah, they've, I mean, the Saints have allowed 96 points this season. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay's at 88, and the 49ers are at 87. Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, other than that, nobody in the NFC's allowed fewer points. Exactly. So they, they, that, again, it might be more reason to sit Trevor. Exactly. In this game than, than anything else. That because that defense is capable. Yep. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. We don't have an update. I know Trevor said he's optimistic, but yeah, I thought yeah, I thought the, the late word was it's leaning back that way. But you know, in the I, end, I, we I mean, don't for, we see all the him. don't we see all the time quarterbacks want to play and they're held back? Well, except for Joe Burrow, did he get to play? He's play, he hadn't he, missed it, had yeah, he? He's no, got the right. calf. Wasn't there a guy that didn't want to play but wasn't allowed to play? I don't remember who it was, but I feel like there was an instance this year where QB wanted to but didn't go. Um, I mean, Deshaun Watson was out there warming up last week, you know, on the field before the game. So, and maybe that was just a test, yeah, to see if uh, he could throw. But we're going to see on fields, I guess. Some people holding out hope that he might play with this I finger. I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. He's doubtful. I mean, okay. yeah, I'm not. I'm not hopeful. Yeah, if you're doubtful, that means you're not playing. That's the new out, basically. Um, anyway, that's uh, Thursday Night Football tomorrow. All right, uh, Norton Heard the Fourth going to join us uh, in the third hour. We'll talk to him about a lot of things. John Morant, Memphis basketball, Trey Richmond, all that on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn to him, ESPN. I'm about to slide over. Norton Heard the Fourth, Team Thad, Program Director and Coach. We're grateful to have him join us every Wednesday now. It'll be 125. We'll bring him in a little earlier now because these hits have become so enlightening. Uh, you can follow Bling, him on X at Dream Big Herd and on IG at I Am Coach Herd. That's a follower, uh, a following that's growing by the day. If you haven't already, exponential join. Uh, and he joins us now a little early, and we appreciate it, brother Herd. How are you, sir? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you, guys. Another Wednesday. You know, let's get at it. Y'all be yep. good today. You did not. We did not. We did not dap up before the show started. Get this to you so you can get comfortable in that seat. That was just bad. Just pull it it was you. a bad yeah. uh, way this, to start the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, it'll be okay. It's about it's just like it's just like first take where we're like going to be debating or something. However, however I don't, I don't want. I really don't want. <laughs> I don't need it to be adversarial. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep it above board. Now I missed you the last two Wednesdays. Did you have a frap with you with John? A mocha frap with you with John the last two weeks? Or is this something new for you? A little cold coffee. Yeah, a little something I do with my daughter. I didn't. I didn't do it one on one with John, but I feel like the whole family was back. You know. Thank you. Everybody's back. Thank you. back guy back there back. We all that's back. Brad. That's Brad. That's Brad. Brad. Yep. I, I know Brad. Guy, man. I know, but we're just, it just sounded like you maybe had blanked a little. No, bit. No, no, no. I know Brad. Man. Okay. I, yeah. I was saying, you know, the other guy, guy was here. Back there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was uh, Josh. Okay. Josh is training. Okay. You know, again, we'll see on him. <laughs> we, we we gave him a chance. We'll just see. 
It's true. We, you know how it goes. we need to get it back to some consistency. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to be sitting in this chair every every Wednesday, having Brad here. Josh, every is no, Josh is no longer training, by the way. He's the backup. He's the backup. <laughs> All right. He made the cut. <laughs> For sure. Now you had some team that news. Uh, let's get to it real quick before uh, before we get to anything else. Uh, our man uh, committed to Kansas. Yes. <laughs> Can you believe it, Rakis? Yes, sir. Passmore. Rakees Passmore and his family decided to make a great decision on one of his scholarship offers to the University of Kansas. Wow. And we'll note that Rakees Passmore has never been offered or recruited by University of Memphis or any school in Tennessee. So That's okay. He had to pick the options of schools yep. that recruited him. So we're real grateful about that. I mean, he picked so. the number one team in the country, at least coming into That's this right. season. He picked a pretty good program. Pretty good program. What's he bringing to yeah. the table? What for, for those not familiar with his game, maybe the University of Memphis fans didn't follow his recruitment. What's he bringing to the table for Kansas? Uh, he, a what lot, is he? Coming? A lot of people in Memphis like him. When we did the Nike EYBL Memphis, he really showed that he was a high flyer. Yep. He's the ultimate three and D guy, uh, long wing that can do a lot of great things. And so he was down the, uh, even days before we thought he was headed to LSU. Oh, Wake Forest was a favorite later, or, you know, earlier, but no, he went on his Kansas visit. And, you know, of course, my point guard going, too. Right now, so far, we have two Kansas commits and a Creighton commit. You know, we got three kids and committed so far, and we got a few more, like Darion Reed, this weekend. So uh, we're starting off really good. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, uh, outside of, like I tell y'all, every week now, I went in PJ, that's like my second or third goal, this signing day when we're signing six, seven, eight, nine D1s. There's nothing like it in the country. So this is what we're doing for. So we're very happy for him and his family. You mentioned that Darion, who's just absolutely blown up, Darion Reed, uh, a decision coming this weekend, this week? Yes, this Sunday. And now it's and it's down to, for him? Alabama, Georgia, and Florida State. Any leader? You know, he been going back and forth. I'm telling you what's crazy. Uh, me and John talked about it. I went to Vegas over the weekend to the big Wooten camp and to the ESPN games. Mm-hmm. And uh, he played the Boozer Twins and all them. And when I tell you, I don't want to say any names, the biggest universes in the country was like, here it is anyway we can still get in. I'm talking about these were all blue bloods. And there's still like, can, can, still is it any way we can, can get in late? We can get in here late. And so. Uh, and what did you tell them? Those blue bloods. From my understanding, I was like, he he got his final three. He's picking between them three. He's not doing another visit. That's the latest that him and his mother and family, you know, said to me he was really comfortable with them schools. He appreciate them schools for being in on them early. Mm-hmm. And that, and that, and that's good these days because sometimes, you know, kid, a school can be on the kid all day and a blue blood come in at the last minute and <laughs> can yep. change something up. But with him, he's staying grounded with, the, you know, people that have been recruiting him for a while he had a relationship with. And then uh, the one that Memphis is on is for 25. Yeah. Jasper Johnson. Jasper Johnson. As is many others in the country, Kentucky included. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he lives in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, so he's got. To, he's probably wants to get the hell out of there. Probably. Yeah. You know, I don't, that's a that's a dump. Yeah. Depending you on how you look at it, look at it that way. It's going to be tough for to get him up out of there. That's what it sounds like. It's you know, we, I mean, Lexington. Nobody wants to live there. Your team will it this upcoming year. How much do you know about it already? Because a lot of your guys, like you said, are are going off to school. They're twenty four guys. How much of the team that you had this year, which was a top seed in the in the in the Peach Jam, mm-hmm. how much will you have back? How much will you need to replace? So we, we we replace every year. So off that team, you take the six teams from last year's team and you build with that team. So you take the main pieces from that team. They come up. But Jasper but, did play up. So we had he already know how to operate. Right. The big fella. You know, he reclassed back up, though. I mean, he reclassed up, too. Uh, B 
Big Jaden. Mm-hmm. He didn't play in Memphis. So that was my two kids that we played up. And we had a uh, we had a pretty good sixteen. So we just gotta build with that. We're getting a lot of calls. We you know, we had a great year, one of the best programs in the country. So. That's what I wonder about. Memphis kids on those six, on that 16? Any Memphis yeah. area products? Yeah, yeah. We have Memphis area products on every team, uh, and and they do a great job. But what we I do— I don't want to single anybody out. <laughs> yeah, but what, we, but what we do, Jason, because uh, as much as we love Memphis, Jason, John, Brad, what we do, we're, we're for all kids of America, like Whitney Houston, one song. So anybody who come to trials and deserve to make it, they have a fair opportunity. Yeah, and last year the Memphis kids couldn't. We couldn't make the big club. That's what I'm asking you is that if we, we have enough talent to make the big club this year. Uh, I, I'm there, saying the, some... the people that came to trials, everybody might then come to trials. For the people that came oh, to trials, yeah. we, we, we were able to pick the 10 or 12 best. That, out of that, America as opposed to uh, Memphis. Yeah, yeah, out of the yeah, people in the region that came. I got you. I got you. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> good good things always. Take that uh, heat lamp up off you. A, a, <laughs> uh, you know, abundance, right, for Team Thad. Great to see. Uh, but there are some other things going on in Memphis that we'd like to get your thoughts on. Yes, sir. Some people uh, sort of look at this article on ESPN. I don't know if you had the chance to read it about John Morant. Some people have looked at this as an attack on John Morant. Okay. As somebody that, you know, look, you're around budding hopefuls, right, every mm-hmm. single day. Yeah. Um, how do you sort of look at everything that's gone on with Ja and, and, and sort of, what do you think the upshot is, you know, as we move? Is, is, is this just something that you tell them, hey, media is part of it, how you conduct yourself publicly is part of it? Mm-hmm. Like, do you just sort of use what's happening in Memphis with Jai? Like, do you use it as a tool for the young guys? I know it's, there's good and bad, right? Yeah. So do you use that at all? Like, or so is I, it- I haven't used that much with our guys. Uh I didn't read it, so I'm gonna say that. But I'm good with that. I'm always. I, I, well, you know, I it's can the same the, stuff we already know. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't read it today. I didn't privily. Actually, when I wake up on Wednesdays, guys, I I like to have a clear mind before I come here. Okay. You know, kind of like a preacher. He don't like to predict nothing. He like to go where the spirit leads him. And so that's kind of. Yep. I am on Wednesdays. I don't like to talk to a lot of people. I like to preserve my voice. And okay. I, I don't like to know like what's that. going on, but. I'm hearing that they're saying that he had a big downfall last 18 months. They put his dad in. They did all that kind of stuff. Uh, personally, I know you got to get clickbait. I wonder why. Where would this story even come from? A guy that's not even playing in the first well, 25. Well, uh, it is, it is John Moran. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to get a lot of buzz. Yeah. Uh, but what is the clear thing? Most of they're saying he did. What? 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 What is the main? You know, part ultimately, of? it's about the. Decisions made by John Morant on social media, you know, they 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 sort of paint, you know, because your job as a journalist is sort of imagery. Okay, is what you're trying to sort of paint, uh, and it's about the tequila on the plane and the yeah. and the and the Instagram live and yeah. and just sort of you know so again pretty much paint a, a bad characteristics. Well, pretty uh, much saying I, character I, issues. Look, or look, look, you you interpret it as you will. I mean, no, I'm saying I, is that kind of what they're trying to interpret? Well, I think they're just sort of saying this is why John Morant's not playing. Ah, oh, we already <laughs> we knew that, but you got to think it's ESPN. They're writing for a national audience, right? For so sure. you sort of have to remember that, right? There are probably a lot of people in let's just say Provo, Utah, mm-hmm. that don't know why John Morant's not playing. No, I think everybody knows that he's that hot of a player. I think everybody well, you have to, knows. You have to uh, review, get the clicks, man. Disney. I don't know if you've seen Disney stock lately. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get that up. Somehow. Get it back going. Yeah, I'm gonna say this, man. I uh, everybody has to be accountable in life. Uh, I, I don't, I ain't gonna say I have a deep personal relationship with him, but you know, he come, he, he was coming through the gym often. Him and Thad have the same agents. Mm-hmm. Some of the commercials they even you see that they he shot with 
Uber Eats, Popeyes, like that was done at our gym. Oh wow! So uh, always been really good to us. He came through, talked to the kids. His family always been good to us. Uh, you know, with every man, when you make a decision in life, you have to face your consequence. I think he's doing that, and until he do something else, I hope I'm saying hopefully he don't do nothing else. That's all in the past, so there's nothing that he can do about that currently. You know, so we after these 25 games, he seemed like he ready to get back. He seemed like he had, you know, learned his lesson. Of course, people go, you know, even on his side, you know, he probably can't be that sensitive because the world we live in, if me or you or Brad or, or Jason or John do something, people go be on us all day. So imagine mm-hmm. if you're John Morant. So, of course, you got to know in the world we live in, people are going to, oh, he ain't learned nothing. He go do something. You know, every time he jump on something, you see people commenting, little slick stuff, people at pills, you joke, all kind of stuff like that. But, it's on him. He's still young. He still have a, have a lot of greatness in him. Yeah. And so it's on him just to come back. And not even prove it to the world, just prove it to him, himself. And I do think, ultimately, I didn't hear it. They said some slicks up by T. But, you know, I think he's been with his kids since day one. He's, he's a great father. He's going to make mistakes, too. We all make mistakes. But uh, I know they Uncle Phil. Uh, they're good people that want to do things the right way. Uh, but with anything, we got kids. You know, kids go be kids. We're in a whole nother generation <laughs> of millenniums. And stuff like that, but good story to get clickbait on. But ultimately, after we won't know his next phase until he come back after twenty five. Well, games. you mentioned the the stuff there about T. There, the story has a team source, an unnamed team source, somebody from within the Grizzlies pointing the finger at T, basically saying T's been a major driving force in all of this. He never made the NBA, but this was his chance to live like he's an NBA superstar. That's been a problem from the beginning. So the fact that they had somebody within the team. You know, willing to say that, point the finger at T, part of, you know, y'all are right. Most of it's just rehashing the incidents, what we've been through. But they've got a, a person, at least on the inside, pointing at least at T. Morant. That, that's, that's a little bit of, a, of an eyebrow raiser, to say the least. I, so I ask you that, to, to, I point that out to ask you this. Um, you know Thaddeus Young as well as anybody. Mm-hmm. You, you know this Josh story and how people have said, well, he's got to cut the circle around him down, right? It's the people you got. What, and, and we know about now this story saying that, that dad's been more enabler than he has been solution. Let me ask you this, because this is what the story sort of implies, is that when Ja came in and they use an unnamed Memphis business person to sort of tell this story, when he would come to the clubs with dad, at first they're asking for seats. Hey, man, can we sit here? Super humble, everything else. And the story implies that the money changed him. Whereas even this one business owner's one point sees a, a humble job. Now it's, oh, man, when he comes, he says he's bringing one, fr- one friend and brings the whole entourage. Mm. He's getting into, you know, where he's going to park is a problem now. So they almost tell this tale of the money, mm-hmm. you know, coming from a small town. You get all that money, get all this freedom all of a sudden, and it was part of what led to this head getting bigger and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I'd ask you this. Thad, Thaddeus Young made a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, obviously was a guy who made all the right decisions, didn't get in any trouble off the court, whatever else. Mm-hmm. Is it more heard about the people around you? Is it more how the player himself is raised? How much of it is where they came from? But just being in terms of handling all this newfound fame and this newfound wealth, and maybe T even gets swept up in some of that too, Mm -hmm. is it more about the person or is there something to the people that are around you in your circle? Uh, My opinion, just not talking on Ja, just uh, in general, Things a little of everything. You want to have a good circle around you when you're making money. But, you know, ultimately, well, as you become an adult, you, you you make your own decisions. You know, you got people who, even from music to radio to entertainment and sports, they have fired their own family members, their own parents. So so ultimately, you come to what you want to do in life. Giving a person that, that came from nothing a lot of money, 
you know, ultimately, you know, they're going to make some mistakes, you know, but it's still on the person because, you know, Thaddeus Young from Walker Homes. I mean, it don't get no worse than where we came from in the city of Memphis or the country. You but know, I'm glad you brought that, but I brought up to John, though, but his dad had been drafted at least, right? I'm not saying there was money, but there was a – there was at least your dad has been that that didn't factor in what's I don't know. Up. I don't I'm listening to you. I okay. haven't said anything oh, okay. on the radio. Did it factor you in? You can't I go mean, by my face. Well, I was just I, I made the, the differentiation <laughs> well, I that, mean, that at least was more your a, dad was drafted. I mean that, I mean his own personality. Thad, you know, even though he's from the hood, he he was just more a reserved person. I mean, when Thad got drafted, I mean, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, you know, he was at George Tech in Atlanta, and man, social media was just getting big. You know, every rapper, every entertainer, everybody would hit him up. And and, and, and he was in Philly, that wasn't, everybody. That wasn't him? And now nah, he was just like, nah, you know me? I was like, hey, hey we going? We going? To this? Nah, we right. chilling today. You so know, that's so, about the person. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little uh, everything. Uh, now, to T defense, though, like I say, T is not a normal father. You know, sometimes you're, somebody in your circle can help you be spotlighted. But T is entertaining in his own way, and he has fans. That's just the truth. He is people who like to hear T. Morant talk. It's people who enjoy T. Morant. So I can't just say he and his son. Wait, well, he got his own identity. You know what I mean? And maybe he been had that identity. His son might have helped to get to a bigger platform. But you know, that's the kind of what life about taking your opportunity. You know, when it's, when you can get an opportunity because everybody don't get it. T. Can't be arguing with the Pacers from the front row. Oh, see, not that stuff. I was talking about like just. You know, sometimes the ESPN people, when I didn't watch the games, like I said, I don't know about all the clubs. I don't go out and yeah, 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 really, yeah, so yeah. I don't know who did. Well, what I will say this, though, if I own a club, now I'm not taking – people think I take up – I'm not taking up for John Moran and his crew. I like him, but I'm a realist. But if I'm a club owner and John Moran or anybody pulls up, why is he parking far? No, I want the – this sounds crazy, but the way you run a club, even though I don't go out – I'm not saying they're more important, but the people who's going to spend more money with the bigger tabs is going to sit the closest or going to stand because they're not waiting. Don't nobody need to be in this section because this section is spending a lot of money. Yes, I'm telling you to get up. That's just the truth. Let's let's be real here. Let, let's be real. Now, if y'all bring me in here to be real, I'm going to be real. Okay? Why should he be saying, oh, Jason and her, get up. No, Jason and her need to be jumping up out of his booth because he's bringing 20 people and he's spending $20. Why are we sitting here with our $20 drinks? Yeah, but in this turn, the club owner kind of turned on him and saying, now nah, he's been more problem than he is. Well, that's that club owner. If I open the club, John, you come, I will put everybody out in there, okay? Good Lord. Okay? <laughs> I appreciate your business. I get it. I get what you're saying. Still, though, you would agree that. So a local club owner tr- turns on him? Yeah, they have Memphis. Well, in the sense that he says that John's going to, there's going to be a lot of regret. Basically says, I told T, T that your son's trying to be a rapper. Instead of trying to be a basketball player, I try. I saw this coming. Oh, you know, there, there's and that, again, that business person is unnamed. So, and so, and I brought up the point to John the first in the first. Yeah, I, I brought up the point to John in the first segment that Ja and and Auntie could look at that sort of uh, uh, again. I mean, and and Ja's even tweet they could look at, at that as sort of a, a you know a stab in the back from. That club it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you said at one time he was this, and then the money changed him or whatever else, and he's trying to be a rapper now. You know what I'm saying? So you you do y'all from a professional. You, you know you got a professional standpoint. You have an image, and then you have an urban lifestyle. So on the urban side, because me being blessed from walking home, but have done with dealt with people all over the world, different economics, different religions, everything. Right? You got to understand in this era, you know. I'm, I don't know if you want to be a rapper or whatever, but rappers do want to be ball players. Ball players want to be rappers. They all 
Rogeri now. It's not the Allen Iverson days. Everybody do it. So on the social media era, these guys all are kind of run in the same circles now, though. These entertain, you know what I'm saying? These entertainers, these ball players. So it is a little. I'm not saying it like you, he want to be a rapper, but you know, you know, a lot of these guys kind of run together now. They they do. They're the same age. They listen to the same stuff. So if you go in like a club in Houston right now, you'll see James Harden with Lil Baby. With this, you know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. kind of in the same circles. You see the rappers on front row of the NBA games and stuff like this. So it's a kind of running in the same category. Now, everybody needs to know they're professional at the end of the day, and we got them where they at, but they, they kind of run in the same circles with the youth these days. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's not an easy. Um not an easy answer. I, I, I just, I look, I understand on a human level. Like I said at the beginning of the show, if I came into the money and the fame as quickly as Ja did it, the, 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 the rapidity, the speed, I don't know how I would have. Like, there's no, you know what I'm saying? There's no manual and there's no handbook for, um, you know, how you handle a celebrity like that overnight. I mean, who does handle that well? But, like, that's why I, I, I've, over the years, I've developed extra respect for LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Because because he has from day one been anointed, day one been crowned, and for the most part, bro, this dude has handled the scrutiny. He's handled the fame. He's handled all these things. He's been a good uh, uh, ambassador of basketball. He's been a great uh, member of his community. You know what I'm saying? Like he's done really positive things, and um, and I think he's the exception. He's the outlier. He's not the norm. You know. It's hard to do that. It's hard from day one, 18, 19, 20 years old to be have your head on straight, have a great team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, LeBron, LeBron and Josh's situation is pretty similar in that they both kind of they, they didn't come from like this long line of pro athletes. I think it's probably a lot easier when you have that blueprint to refer back to like, yo, okay, he, he had to learn this, this, and this, and he'll tell you don't do this, that, and the other. You know, with Josh, it's like you almost have to touch the stove a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he touched the stove, and then he touched it again. <laughs> You know, but hopefully he won't touch the stove anymore, bro. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's all you can do. That's all you can. And I think he's at a place now, um, and maybe Elon tanking uh, Twitter will help, you know, that uh, he won't be on social media nearly as much. So, what you mean? You got to have to pay a dollar if you want to keep using it, even if you just want to uh, do anything. You have to pay a dollar. Repost all of the yeah. posts you got to pay. Every time you read. Tweet something, you have to pay a dollar. Well, no, I think it's a dollar a month, John saying, or something like that. Oh, okay. dollar a year. So why would they stop him, John Morant, from? Well, he may not. He may not. He may not just want to put his bank account information on there. You know, I wouldn't want to if I was him. Would you pay to use Twitter? You pay a dollar these a dollar just, to stay on Twitter? I, know I, you... I haven't thought that deep in it. Okay, I probably would, but it'll probably take me two months because it'll take me a month to realize that I, I haven't put my stuff in and stuff like that. So, uh, and, and that was a good thing, like you said, John. Money again, changing people because. You know, nobody know how they handled it. It, you know, ch- you, it hadn't changed. You got you, got. You've handled I, it well. See, I don't have a little money. I don't really have money. That's one of my weaknesses. Uh, but like, I see people from money. White Station that say John Martin and change. So it's just all. Well, he has. Yeah. Oh, I've, been, <laughs> I've been consistent about that program over there. John will let you know though that he's changed. <laughs> no, I, but, that's, you know, but, <laughs> but I didn't really, I didn't really do that many drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mostly kept it, you know, on the straight and narrow, on the up and up. One. Yeah. Now here's what we're gonna do. We have to take a break. Uh, Heard has an update on Trey Richmond, maybe an updated prediction that he's going to share. <laughs> has it changed from his I last one? 
He's going to share it with us. He's going to have a sip of that mocha there, and he's going to share a prediction on Trey Richmond. When we get back, Jason and John, I'm trying to film ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. McCoy Roofing and Renovations is the man to call if you've got damage to your roof, storm damage, holes in your roof. He is the man for the job. 487-7096. Maybe you've tried a different roofing company before and you are unsatisfied with the work that was done. That's common. It is not with Chris McCauley. So call today, 487-7096. Let my man Chris come out there and work with your insurance company. Get your roof replaced and not repaired. Uh, not just roofs, though. Siding, window replacement. Uh, those windows may be old, decades old. Get them out. Uh, you'll certainly be more efficient come wintertime. Gutter installation, so much more, including remodeling whatever ideas you've got or want to. Call Chris McCulley first, 901-487-7096. And check out the work over at McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. Again, McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. It is McCulley Roofing and Renovation. Norton Heard fourth is with us. Uh, Coach... Program director, Team Fad, Walker Holmes. Walker Holmes, Nike, general philanthropist of City of Memphis, uh, part of Paul Young's transition team, right? Oh, no. Who is Paul? He's the mayor, man. Mayor. You trying to play it cool. Oh, no, no. He did a great job. Are we still getting used to this? He don't become the mayor of January 1st. Yeah, he's mayor of Yeah, you're right. just part of his transition team. Uh, with uh, the athletics piece of it, uh, you just you'll get that call here soon. Uh, but Norton Heard, the fourth, is still with us here, uh, and you promised our audience a prediction on Trey Richmond. Uh, so, do you have an updated one? You you know what, John? I did two predicaments, soft predicaments, and uh, I didn't know I was supposed to do one every Wednesday. Okay? <laughs> well, you've had a few in between, bro. You've no. had a, you've had a break. I had a break, then I had an attack. You letting me know that then I had True. to come with a True. A new, uh, the th- Billy, let me just give a percentage. I think that. A percentage? I think Tyke, he is. 
65% tiger. 65% tiger. Now, the way I'm doing it, I'm not doing it that, like, we're just doing 100% with tigers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. No, that'd be a, 50, I learned the hard way on that 70. one. I'm not, I'm not cutting the pie like that. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I, yeah. I, I would say 65%. So, you know, I what? really haven't snooped around it or talked to anybody even Absolutely. since last Wednesday uh, because I left town and, and, you know, I was at the thing. Yes. But, uh, yeah, by sixty-five percent. I talked to uh, to to Billy a little bit this morning on text, uh, and I, I, he did not give me a percentage. He did not share that. Uh, but I think that I think I think you're on the right track. That's what I would say. I think actually it might be a little higher than sixty-five percent. I just want to be safe. I would say. But you're coming on un- coming in underneath. Like the price is right. Okay. Right. So if it is seventy-five, you're right there at sixty-five. You're gonna be the winner. Jason ain't got no percentage. He ain't. What's he said? <laughs> he, he hadn't. He, he hadn't given us anything. I think yet. Jeff asked me. Oh, did Jeff ask you? Mm-hmm. And did you give him one? Weeks ago, I didn't give him a number. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so look, no, I. Uh, so you're making a prediction that he's going to Memphis. You just came I, with seventy five. I, I personally John's flipped a couple times. I, I have. I have. I personally, this is just me talking. I personally think he goes to Memphis. That okay. is. That is what I personally think. Now. The and pro- we hope you're right. The problem with percentages, I've, again, I've learned this the hard way, is that when somebody hears 65, percent it might as well be 100, right? That's what people. That's what. That's how their brain works. Like, oh, oh, you said 65, percent and then like, yo, that left 35, right? That left 35 percent that he doesn't go to Memphis, you know. But that's not how people who are hearing this will think or react. They'll say, well, Hurt said he was most likely going to Memphis. Yeah, they would say Hurt said 65, and John said 80, so they probably would. Could- Confront you more. Yeah, they, and no, there's no doubt yeah, that, that yeah, I would get confronted. I would definitely confront get confronted you more. more. Uh, I think Memphis has done a good job uh, in the recruitment. He's got a visit coming up, I think, this weekend, though, to uh, Bama. If that's still scheduled, that's the, that's the last I heard. Do you, do you think that not getting Curtis makes it more likely that Penny would not, after very publicly going after two Memphis kids, Penny wouldn't want that 0-2 look, and so you go even harder at Trey because you missed on Curtis? I'm asking you, uh, You know, I, I don't like to do this because y'all know I, I love what Penn is doing in Memphis basketball right now, mm-hmm. and I don't want to enlighten it, but I do feel like not getting Curtis yeah. makes it feel like that. And when I say we, I'm with a lot of universities, but we have to get Billy. But I always felt like Billy was a must-get anyway. Right. But I think – and I think Curtis was a – to some people must get too, but I, I feel like with it being so hyphen with, you know, how good Curtis family is in the city and stuff, it had kind of made that the recruiting situation more highlighted. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of made the not going more highlighted. So it definitely feels like, I know some fans will be, just to be honest with you, will be deflated if they don't get Billy too. If, I love putting you in Penny's shoes uh, as a college basketball coach in this day and age where you can go in the transfer portal and get older guys, as we've seen Penny do every offseason. How much are you even still prioritizing freshmen? Because I asked John the question a couple of weeks ago. Would you almost would you rather have these guys, whether it's Curtis or, or Trey Richmond, after the on the second part of the career, after they've transferred, as opposed to getting them at the beginning where they haven't transferred yet, they've still got it. I'm just how much would you be prioritizing getting freshmen like even Trey Richmond in this day and age where college basketball's gotten older. And, we, and I, really, I say that knowing it's going to eventually come back, COVID in the extra years added mm-hmm. to some of this, and it's going to eventually come back and kind of settle in the middle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, would you rather have the guys after the transfer or before? So that, that's, that's actually a great question, Jason. Really great question. Uh, 
and penny shoes. I'm a. I, I could never be. In, have you seen this nice shoes? Gucci and well, all of those. Just, okay, yeah, just let's make penny, a college basketball coach. You are a college basketball coach. Don't have penny shoes. You can right now. A college coach can miss out on a high school kid like never before. Absolutely, and still make up for it. I was telling a college coach this over the weekend. Like y'all, lucky Shashevsky is not still here because you remember when he used to miss out and still try to go back and get career in certain people. They had to sit out a year. Imagine if he was in this generation, mm-hmm. which I don't think he would like it because now he got to kiss people butt too, and now his but but it would be dynamic. So right now you can miss. Now the fans are still like I say, going to not like it if he don't get. Right. Me. They're going to right. oh, but at the end of the day, these transfers with already proven worth. It's, it's just more valuable. And we were talking about NIL money last week, Jason. It's like you got these top kids that's asking for a lot and some schools doing it, but a lot of schools, like, that's an unproven product. We're only willing to give high schools so much because mm-hmm. you don't know mm-hmm. when I could just get these kids that I already have average 10 points and 8 rebounds. Absolutely. I, and- over two years, I know what I'm getting. So right. however I'm going to split this pie, I would rather split the pie more with them. I see. It's hard to keep your freshmen – that you want to develop happy if you if you're if you've got older guys around him and that's the best way to win right now. I just go back to Jonathan Lawson. Like I wanted that to work out for him here too. Mm-hmm. But in an era where you're playing older guys, you redshirt him the first year, he feel like that second year he doesn't get enough time. Boom! All that development you put into him is is wasted. It it's helping Creighton at this point. So I just wonder how much as a college basketball coach you could still prioritize that young guy, especially if you're still you got to win right now, and the best way to do that, it feels like, is with older guys. With older, but but it's now special. how you make that freshman understand that that your time will come eventually, right? Some of them, I think, well, you're gonna constantly recruit over me in the transfer portal, or whatever else. It's just so hard to keep that freshman happy through what two, three, four years. Just don't see it much. Yeah, anymore. you got to come in and get it done. You got to come in and get it done. And it is some really good high school players that can compete. You know, you got Brandon Millers, you got the real your guy at Marquette that's that went in there and then transferred. Cam. Cam Jones. He I bad. mean, he's he's a case where bad went in there, boy. developed, stayed, you know, and you kept him through it. Yeah, yeah. So you, you got some I mean, cases. it happens, yeah. You got some, and, and it is some head coaches I have talked to, too, recently, that they, they do want to get some high school kids. They don't want to just have all transfer. They want to have a mixture, but they do want to have an importance of getting two, three high school kids, too, to keep the balance going. So some of um, them are still dedicated to high school kids. Yep. Yeah, uh, by the way, Nate Oates, I'm just reading right now as we speak, uh, Nate Oates was talking about his point guard, his new point guard at Alabama. He said it'll be great to have a point guard. I don't have to beg for effort every single day. Wow. Could it apply to both of them? Uh, I don't think it's only applying to one. I mean, uh, old boy left too, though, right? Uh, Bradley went to Arizona. Yeah, he did, but I think think he meant – I think he meant – Winterly. That's what people are speculating. So hopefully he's he's Penny doesn't have to beg Javon Quinterly for effort. Haven't <laughs> you know that Quinterly's a gamer though, right? Haven't you always thought of he him might as be that? a gamer, but he not be he might not be a practicer. Sometimes yeah, gamers are like, not practicers. But coaches like practicers. Yeah, they I mean we, you're we, you're certainly a coach. Yes, we we love you know, you don't want to have you don't want to have to be like you know sitting here, especially you got, your point guard. You got a week of uh, of bull bull junk, as Dion would say, practices, mm-hmm. and then you all oh, you gonna turn it on during the game. I don't know what I'm gonna get out of you on game day because I know you didn't put in that week of practice. You didn't have a good week of practice. Like yeah, maybe you can turn it on. Maybe you're just a, a, a god amongst men. But I want consistency for sure. I want to know what I, I'm. And you may have you may have a good week of practice. It may have a bad game. I'll live with that result because I know you put the the process was right. Mm-hmm. 
the process is not right if you're not putting in the work during practice and maybe you happen to have an 8 to 12 shooting day. Process is backwards there because that's just going to lead to what? No effort in practice again. So if the process is right, I'll live with the result. I don't care about the result if the process is wrong. That's where I, if I was a coach, that's what, that's my, that would be the way I look at it. So hopefully Javon is practicing hard. <laughs> yeah. It didn't work. I mean, I, I think Javon being an older guy would be fine now. Now, my rela- I have a good relationship with, with Coach Oaks, and a lot of things I try to explain to these young kids, well, Quinley is a fourth, fifth year senior, so that's a man. But yeah. what I try to explain to these young kids, like, Nate Oaks is a real going in practice. He's a stern guy. These guys look nice walking in the gym and everything, but he he's stern. And so I, I don't know which point guard he's talking about, but he demands a lot. Yeah. Uh, I uh, That's our time. That's our time. It's 150. Uh, we're, we're getting the hook. But that doesn't mean heard that it wasn't fun. It was real. It was fun. Tell T we said it was fun. real fun. We'll see you. Uh, T. Yeah, tell T, man. Just tell him we say just what's say, up. Yeah, if you see him out in the street, T just let him know. T. Morant. Oh, okay. T. Higgins, tell man. Tell him we say what's up. <laughs> T. Higgins, dog. Yes, sir. Oak Hill. Isn't, isn't he from uh, Tennessee? He's from, he's from uh, uh, yeah, he's from he's from Tennessee. So, yeah, if you see T. Higgins, man, let him know. Catch a pass next week, big dog. Good grief. Mm. He is Norton Hurd the fourth. Walker Holmes, Team Thad, Nike, Paul Young transition team. He does it all in Memphis and for Memphis. Thanks, Herd. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 